wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense to me. Jesus is telling me I should be happy when I'm persecuted, that I should be happy when people say all kinds of evil things against me, that I should rejoice and be glad. What is this all about? Good morning and welcome to our continued look through Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Today we conclude the part of that sermon, the opening part, that we call the Beatitudes. We're going to look at verses 10 and 11 of Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Heavenly Father, help me, help each of us to hear and see and understand what you are saying to us about persecution. Help us to understand who we are in Christ Jesus and who you call us to be. We pray in his name. Amen. The Beatitudes are not pie in the sky hope to be someday when we're in heaven holds for us to obtain. They are a reality of who Christ calls us to be right here today, right now. The Beatitudes are progressive as I read them, and, and they build one upon another. We open with blessed are the poor in spirit, that is, those who recognize their desperate need for a savior. Jesus told the Pharisees, the religious people, I didn't come to help the people that are well, but those that are sick. I came to save sinners. When we recognize our need for a savior, then we rejoice in that. And then blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. When we mourn over our sin, when we recognize how sinful our sin is. And we go on through the Beatitudes where we're meek, that we recognize that our power is when we submit to God and we're humble. And blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. That is, when, when we seek hard after the things of God. Blessed are the merciful, those who show mercy to others. Blessed are the pure in heart, uh, we have a pure heart as we ask God to create in us a pure heart, a clean heart, a heart after him. A heart like David's, not perfect, but a heart that is seeking after God. Blessed are the peacemakers, those who seek to bring peace into others' lives and into circumstances through the trust that's in Christ Jesus. And then today we arrive at 10 and 11 that we just read. So what is he talking about? Let's remember that blessed does mean happy, but not necessarily happy as we normally think of it. This is happy in the sense of ultimate well-being, happy in the sense that we have all that we need in our relationship with God, that we're at peace, that we have a deep understanding of who we are and our need for a Savior and our relationship with God, when we contemplate how wide and long and high and deep is the love of God for those who are in Christ Jesus. So we're blessed 
when we're persecuted for righteousness sake. Wow, that's different because we don't even like being put down when we do something wrong. But he's saying even and especially when we do something right, when we do something, when we're following Christ and we're criticized, we're persecuted, we're physically mistreated, verbally mistreated, emotionally mistreated, when we're rejected by people because of our faith in Christ, rejoice, rejoice because that ours is the kingdom of heaven. We are following in the footsteps of Jesus Christ who never did anything wrong and yet was constantly persecuted by the religious people. He's saying, blessed are you in verse 11 when others revile you, that is, they hate you, they put you down, that that's a blessing when that happens. Even when they say all kinds of evil against you falsely, not that, not that they have a real reason for saying it, but that their claims are false on account of Jesus. He's the one speaking here. He said, hey, if this happens because you're following me, then rejoice and be glad. For your reward in, is great in heaven. Uh, the reward for martyrs, those who die for the faith in Christ, is great. But we don't have to die for Christ. We have to die to ourselves for Christ so that we can live for him. That is, that we trust in him and not in the empty praise of men. We don't need to seek the, the claim of fame among men but to honor God in what we do in all of our thoughts and words and actions. Uh, when we do that, no matter what anybody says, we can rejoice and be glad because we have a great reward in heaven. We're following in hallowed footsteps, hallowed ground, where many others have gone before us who have been wrongfully persecuted for their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ for doing the right things. They have been put to death horribly and violently throughout all of time since the birth, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that is a blessing, to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. That's the call on our life, is to be Christ-like. And when we're Christ-like, then we're going to be walking contrary to the world around us, and it's going to be apparent to, to others and that we're going to come under persecution. If we're not coming under persecution, if we're not coming under uh, rebukes from the world around us, then we need to wonder if we're really following after Christ. Because when we follow after Christ, we will suffer persecution from the world because it rejects Christ and it will reject us. And the reason is, is that it's all about him and not about them. It's not about us. A life in Christ is not a, a self-centered way of living. It's a Christ-centered way of living. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on the account of Jesus. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Amen. Praise be to God. Amen.